Welcome to the Measure Success Podcast, where we feature top leaders on how they measure success in their business and life. Now, let's learn from their experiences. Hi, this is Carl Cox here, and I'm the host of the Measure Success Podcast, where I talk with top leaders about effective strategies that inspire success. And I'm excited to have Dr. Jeremy Weiss here of Rise25, who has done thousands of interviews with successful CEOs and organizational leaders. And we have flipped the script, and he'll be interviewing me today. Carl, it's so good to be with you. I am always excited because you help people create transformation. So I always learn from you. And before we get into today's episode, which is how you created transformation, you you serve a lot of different types of industries and companies, but this one is in, you know, in particular is in the manufacturing space. But we're going to walk through how when they first came to you and then afterwards and some of the transformations they had, because um, we can all learn from that. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by 40 Strategy. And at 40 Strategy, I know you provide strategic planning consulting to help organizations realize and achieve their dreams. Basically, what that means is you help companies create and measure KPIs for success. And you've said this over and over to me, but unfortunately, most organizations spend only 2% of their time or 40 hours per year building an effective strategy. That is insane, Carl. That should not happen. So I know at 40 Strategy, your success is our passion. You basically allow them to focus in on that. And even Harvard research shows when you use the right key performance indicators, you can triple your success. So obviously anyone would want to do that. And you could start mapping out everything, your strategy. You could email their team, catch at 40strategy.com or go to 40strategy.com to learn more. Carl, let's talk about this manufacturing company. When they first came to you, what were they experiencing? What was happening in the business? So it was an interesting, this is a referral situation. Somebody had brought me in and, and, um, and it ultimately led me to a venture capital firm where they, they brought me to this, this client. And their key symptoms were, were pretty simple. They just weren't growing. And, and they had a lack of um, strategies on, on how to grow. It was like, it was, they were just stuck in status quo. And, and it, was, it was painful for everybody involved and they didn't, just didn't feel like they were being successful with what was taking place. Are there any other, when they come to you, what are the, how are they expressing that? What are they saying to you? Are you referring to like the- The, the manufacturing people? company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're coming to me and they're, they're, they're how they say things are, is we, we don't have clarity. Um, we don't have, we don't know where we're going to. Um, their engagement is typically lower. So often the symptoms are, they're, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but they're just down. They're, they're almost a little bit depressed about the status of what's going on. So in terms of that, Gallup will tell you it's low engagement uh, that, that people have. People might still be working hard, but they're not truly engaged and dwelt of where the organization is going. And I want to, you know, basically talk about some of the things, what happened on the other side um, when you started doing work with them, planning out the strategy. But I know there's kind of a seven part framework that you took them through. If you could briefly just mention that to give people an idea of the process a bit. 
Yeah, it is really important to uh, have something, some type of framework as you go in. And so, so the number one thing that we do is we do help make sure they have a compass, which means that they know who they are, their being side, and, and, and they know ultimately what they're selling, what their purpose is. So that, that's the number one thing. As, as you move down is where are you going to? So ultimately, it's your, uh, we call it selecting your destination, your long and your short-term goals. I, lo- I love a big 10-year, big, hairy, audacious goal, but really at the end of the day, where we're trying to get the next three to five years so we can start setting. And the next part is charting your journey. And, and that means how. These are actually your strategies of how you're going to actually get to your next area. After you've done that, this fourth step, most people miss, which is they don't actually evaluate, I call weighing the cargo. They don't actually evaluate the amount of resources they actually have to get things done. And, and so as a result, the next part, which is sailing ahead, only 20% of strategic initiatives start on time because they fail to do one of the first four steps well, or maybe perhaps a number of those first four steps. After you get started, then you have to, then I call it check the bearing. You got to measure you got to validate that things are happening. You have to some sort of strategic governance or some type of method where you're tracking to see what's taking place, measuring the leading indicators just as much as the lagging indicators with the key performance indicators. Then finally, ultimately, you're going to reach your destination. That's, that's the key kind of next step, the final step behind that. And then, of course, after you've reached it, it's like, where are you going to go next? Because often, a lot of times, people stop and they'll, they'll go through a an 18-month, 24-month transformation, and they'll, they'll freeze and they'll go back to status quo, which is the worst thing that can happen. So having these different steps in place helps an organization. It gives them focus. It gives them vision. It gives them a way to track it. And, and they start feeling success. And that success is probably the most exciting thing. So remember, I talked about that, that you kind of almost get that depressed feel from people and staff when they start seeing the energy and it's their ideas. But you know, Jeremy, I, and one of the things I don't think I've talked about enough, I don't know the details of, of most organizations I work with. I, I'm not an expert. What I'm, my expertise is on understanding that seven-step process and how to do it well. My clients know what they should be doing best, but often it just due to a number of reasons, they have not been organized enough and they get too caught up in just serving their clients on a day-to-day basis. And they just kind of stuck. It's almost, once again, it's almost like a sailboat without wind. They're just kind of stuck in the middle of the water and, and, and they're just bored. And, and so what with these things, ideas is to bring, kind of put the sails back up and catch the wind so that it could start moving fast again. Like Harvard Business Review to talk about clients I work with, they go three to five times faster than ordinary companies once they actually get focused. I want to talk about the reach destination standpoint and how short, is there a short that's too short or long is too long in this reach destination piece? I love that. In, in today's environment, which has been turbulent, as you know, I've been really pushing for shorter and shorter and shorter goals because people are having a hard time seeing what the future is going to be. And so they're, they're, they're not inclined to do long-term goals. So I'll do as short as 10-week goals with clients. And, and the purpose of that is to create momentum. And when we start seeing momentum in those 10-week goals, and I'll go, okay, let's hit the next 10-week goal. Um, and then beyond that one, which we keep moving forward, I prefer to go at least one year and then three-year goals. And then to really look ahead is the 10-year goal. And the purpose behind that is to kind of, where are you ultimately moving over the long term? Where are you trying to move ahead towards? Uh, because the problem with simple goals without a long-term focus, you just keep zigging and zagging. 
and you won't necessarily ultimately get to where your long-term destination is. Yeah. And you mentioned, um, we're going to dig deeper in other episodes into each one of these because each one of them deserves their own place. Um, but I, I did want to hear kind of the overall kind of step-by-step that people should think about. And because really what you do is you come into any business and you overlay this methodology and allow them to become organized, more systemized. You get everyone kind of rowing in the same direction, right? That's right. That's exactly right. And so this company in particular came out on the other end. So they come in kind of, there's a lack of focus. They aren't growing. There's, you know, almost like a depressed feel everyone's kind of overwhelmed. What happened on the other side? So you take them through this methodology, then what did things look like? Well, that's when it's fun. Um, they, they get to this point where they come to work each day and they know exactly what they're going to do. They have clear focus, high engagement, and they're, they're meeting and exceeding their goals. Um, it, it is creating such a, a positive environment. It, it's it's interesting. I, I love working with organizations and helping reach their goals and, and so they can make more money or whatever it is that they're trying to serve and ultimately end up doing. But what I find joy is when people are truly happier and more engaged getting there. And so there's this doing and being side that take place where people just literally, they, they, find, they, they find like, wow, these are the things. If I could do this now, they're, they're kind of hope for the future is power for the present. And, and they just keep on working more effective, more harder, and smarter, right? They're working smarter than they were beforehand. And they realize taking their organization to the next steps is something that can be accomplished. So it totally improves their belief in themselves and their organization. What were, for this particular company, what were some of the goals that they were able to achieve? So for, for them, this, this organization, their biggest challenge is they just weren't growing. And, and so this has changed that uh, um, almost, I want to be careful saying anything overnight, but by putting in some clear strategies and, and focusing on a growth, uh, they've started growing back to, uh, they're going to grow to a level they've never been before. And, and that's extraordinarily exciting for them. It's exciting for the uh, equity firm who's, who's hired me. And, and now they're getting positive results where they can ultimately get their outcomes of, of getting a positive return investment. What were, when you talk about it with them, what were some big needle movers for them? Well, one of the, um, like in this, when we look at the seven step process, what, how did they say, convey to you, this was a a needle mover? What part of this process for them? I think one of the key things is, is, is literally on combining the, who we are and where we need to go. So the who we they were beforehand was we're the best at customer service. They were a very high level customer service oriented organization, and their customers love them. We're we're now taking an and to that. Not only are we love our customers, but and we're finding ways to get to new customers that are out there. And and the v- viewpoint is this isn't about. Um, doing hard selling. It's about sharing the good news that we've already been doing. So more people want to get what we're providing. And, and knowing that and how to do that in a way that fits with the culture of the organization has made them more joyful about how, the, the way of doing it. And, and also, you know, we've had a, 
just put, make sure um, within the organization as well, you have to put the right people in the right seats in the bus and, and, and help make sure they're getting things about people, process, and systems. And so you have to look at all three of those elements to make sure you have the right people in the right place getting things done. What, when you talk to this company or any company, what surprises them about the process? Is there, you know, for that, what you just mentioned, a big needle mover, may, kind of surprised, will surprise me. I did not expect that answer because it goes back to kind of the clear compass that you talk about, which is aligning your vision, mission, core values, and the team. And that, so to some people, may seem, well, Carl, is that really that important? Like, yeah, we already have a vision statement. We already have, and you've probably, you, you're kind of laughing if you're, people are watching the video, you've probably heard that before. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a several different surprising parts and, and something I didn't mention beforehand is, you know, it's not uncommon for organizations to have goals, but they don't know how to get there. They, they focus so much on the lagging indicator. We're going to get to this outcome, but they truly don't think, are they doing something different than they had done in the past? And, and from a measurement standpoint, a key performance indicator, this is what I mentioned before. And, 80 to 90% of most organizations focus on the lagging outcomes. My goal is to get 40 to 50% of be on the leading outcomes, the leading indicators to get to the outcomes. That's the big aha moment. It's like, oh, you mean I, I so um, I'll try to put this in an analogy and an exercise. Uh, I'm, I'm going to lose weight, right? There's a common New Year's resolution goal. I'm going to, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Well, Congratulations. Okay. But, but they don't get there because they don't figure out the strategies and how. They don't realize that you have to exercise and, and, or how often you're going to exercise or are you going to track your calorie intake? Those are two key things, right? If we focus on the right calorie intake, focus on um, and then and moving forward to an exercise, typically people have positive outcomes. But when you just focus on the weight, the lagging indicator each time, it's the end result of what you should be doing. Right. And, and that there's a same thing. goal. Everyone has the same goal, but they don't have a plan to get there or they, they don't. don't. And they not, maybe they have a plan, but they are not measuring that plan. They right? definitely, in most cases, they're not measuring the leading indicators for sure. And, and, and they're not realizing that no, literally every day matters in tracking your calories. Right. So it goes down to growing in a sales organization. What have you done today to reach out to a new client? Right. And, and it's amazing how many times they're like, well, um, I, our ads are working. Um, you know, there's this mistake today of believing that just because there's an internet or a website and you've done a great job that people are just going to come to you and it's just not true. You know, today more than ever, we have to still be proactive and reach out to new prospects. So needle movers goes back to kind of the fundamentals of your plan, uh, you know, that seven step process and really aligning everything. But it also goes into, from my hearing, the measuring key parts of the journey. That's right. That's right. Um, were anything, is that what surprised them? That they thought that they had goals and those were the goals, but they weren't measuring the leading indicators? Yeah. That's a massive surprise for most for most people that I work with. And and this client in particular, they they they... It's interesting. They had actually a beautiful strategic plan, the end result, right? So, so they had an idea of where they wanted to be, 
but they weren't focusing on what is it really going to take to get to there. And, and so once we actually started doing some actions of, no, really, to get new clients, how can we find ways to connect with them and be present with them in ways that are, are different than you've done in the past? And immediately, this started getting accretive sales from making these actions, just finding different ways to connect with the customer. And once again, just not expecting for the phone to ring. Mm. Talk, touch a, a brief moment about that, you know, lagging. Most people are focused on their lagging indicators and the goals and not the leading indicators. What are some examples in this scenario of leading indicators? So leading indicators, and we'll just keep it as simple to sales because sales is probably one of the easiest things for everyone to understand. Sales in this case is, uh, let's say you want to grow 20% and, and, and then you have to back out. So, so what is it going to take for us to grow 20%? And then you ask the question, well, it means that we're going to have to have 25 new, you know, 20 new customers. Okay. So, okay. So each one of those is going to basically represent. So then what are we doing to get to those 20 new customers? That, that why behind the why questions. And then you might come down to, to get to those 20 new customers, you need to reach out to 10 new prospects every day to be able to get the element to actually go out and reach to them. And that process itself, measuring how many new prospects are reaching out to can be sometimes the most critical thing. Another thing might be is, has the CEO actually called their key customers and asked for referrals? Not just, not just the salespeople themselves, but actually the top leaders in the organization. Have they reached out to their key customers and asked? So that becomes a leading indicator. How many times has the CEO talked with key existing customers to ask for referrals? Mm. So those key leading indicators end up being the difference between all that creates more leads and nothing's better than a lead coming from another CEO, right? Right. These are the type of things that are far more valuable. And then we help get this to our salespeople so they can help us do the things that we need to do to help provide the value and elements that they see what we provide. So ultimately they want to buy from us. Yeah. So you map out all of these leading indicators because most people may not be doing it at all. Most people may be only been scratching the surface at the type of leading indicators, but essentially what you do is you reverse engineer all of these processes so you can create these leading indicators for success, essentially. Um, Carl, any last things that we should talk about in this process um, or in the result? And I want to point people towards, you know, 40strategy.com. Check it out. Check out the podcast, other episodes. Check out the book uh, when it's live there on the website. Um, what else? How should we conclude this with this particular case? Well, uh, first of all, as, as you were talking about, uh, there was a layer deep, uh, deeper that as you were talking through the last part, and it's about making sure you have detailed process and procedures to actually get things done. And so I actually wanted a little shout out to Adia Clavette um, with Business Success Consulting Group. She, I, I bring in her team often to go down to that deeper level detail to help make sure that this transformation takes place because sometimes it's down to the... Um, your general staff members or, or the operational managers to help get things done. So I just wanted to put that quick little shout out there. Um, 
I think I think at the end of the day, where where how we can help make a difference for for clients and help do things is is follow the process, make sure where you're going, and go back and reverse it because things are about cause and effect. I go back to that Harvard Business Review. When we have clear leading indicators we focus on, we can typically triple our outcomes. And having that clear and focused and measurable ends up getting you to a place where you have a lot of success and and. And often uh, we're surprised by sometimes the most simple things that we do have the greatest impact on the outcome. Thank you, Carl. Check out forestrategy.com, other episodes of the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much, Jeremy. Thanks for listening to the Measure Success Podcast. We'll see you again next time to learn from the best. Remember to subscribe now to get future episodes.